and welcome to Zero to Hero. And this week's episode, What is Love? Now, <clears throat> oh, where do we go with this one? Because I wonder, I wonder when you heard me say the word love, I'm going to say it again, love. How do you react to that word? Now, some people, some of you listeners may be going, what, what's he talking about? It's absolutely fine. Nothing at all. Okay, that's great. Let me ask you this. Some of you listening, did you get a twinge in your stomach? Like, oh, like that, love. Oh, like it's uh, uncomfortable. See, it's surprising because when we see or hear the word love, it can invoke many different emotions in different people. Now, <laughs> many, many years ago, you would never have heard me say the word love or even talk about it. Uh, have any, well, I did have emotions around it, and they were very negative emotions around it. And the reason being is because um, being brought up in a home with zero love, zero affection. So to me, it was um, a negative feeling, negative emotion attached to the word love. And if someone said to me, oh, I love you, it's like, oh, dear, get away from me, demon. <laughs> you know? That's how it felt. It really did. It's like, oh, no. Oh, no. And what would happen um, is that it would invoke all the memories of my childhood and teenage years, even young adult years growing up. So, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, here comes the pain. Here comes the pain. Get ready. Get ready for the insults. Get ready for the violence. And um, so, so growing up, even, even as an adult, I just couldn't understand it, you know, because, you know, we're a product of our environment. And this is where it's so important to look back at our childhood, really important, and work on any of these issues, because they are issues. Is this going how you thought it would? <laughs> it will do. Trust me, it will do. I just want to explain because I know there's many, many people out there that feel the same or have, or have felt the same and are still stuck in um, in that negativity of the word love. And the, the behaviour changes. Your behaviour changes when you hear that word love. You know, I mean, when I, when I started attending uh, spiritual circles, psychic circles many years ago, and, you know, the very love and light. And so when a man would come up to give me a hug, it's like, whoa, stand back. God, you're right in my, my zone there, pal. Stand back. And I'd put my hand out to shake the hand, as that's what men do. It's like, whoa, I'm a bit uncomfortable with that. How dare you hug me? Go to hug me, you know? And I'd have a real problem with it. So... Being an observer, being a watcher, I'll just sit there, watch, and go, hold on a minute, but this is how they are, and they seem happy with it. So must be me with the issue. Must be me. 
And then that's when I took a big journey on the inner child healing, looking at myself, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, if, if we don't take on that healing journey, obviously it's going to affect every aspect of our lives, especially our relationships. You know, and look, look at the, the divorce rate. Look, at it. it's, it's through the roof, absolutely through the roof, because people that have been brought up in these kind of environments in their childhood homes have no idea, have zero idea. And I suppose really it's, it's if you get support from someone who does love you, really loves you, not just saying it for the sake of it to get what they want. You know, people do say that as well, don't they? I love you because they want to manipulate you sometimes. Not saying everyone, but it does happen. So it's something to be aware of. But when someone truly, truly loves you and wants the best for you and they can see that you're hurt, they can see your inner child is battered, even if you can't, and they stick around and they help you through it, that's fantastic. But nine times out of ten, people push them away. And they don't know. They don't realise they're doing it. Or, or why they're doing it, I should say. So this is why it's imperative to understand where you are with your emotions, with the word love. And yes, you get the opposite uh, end of the spectrum where people get completely gooey-eyed over it. Oh, love. Oh, it's amazing. It's wonderful. It's great. It's this, that, and the other. And that's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Some use it as a cover to cover up pain, hurt. And um, this, this is why you see people who um, love animals. You know, they absolutely love and adore animals, but they don't want to be around humans. That's because of their experiences. And where animals, cats, dogs, etc., um, show unconditional love. So it's not, not just about humans. It's about, uh, yeah, animals, pets, even uh, nature. People love nature. They love going, walking in nature on their own. So, what is love? What is it? Is it an expression, an emotion? Is it a frequency, a vibration? Uh, we know that the, the frequency of love is 5 to 8 hertz. And hearing that frequency can open up your channels, um, open up your blockages, your emotional blockages. We know that. And that's why it's really, really good to tune in to love meditations, love love frequencies, have them around you so you're in that effect of love. And I know that, you know, if you've had a, a crappy childhood, it can feel uncomfortable. It's breaking through that. It really is. It's breaking through that. Breaking through the uncomfortable to become comfortable, if that makes any sense. And if you look at young children, playing around they have unconditional love don't they they just they they love to run around love to be happy um in their natural state i should say in their natural state obviously depending on their their home that can affect them growing up 
But in their natural state, you just let children, you know, leave them on their own. They love to run around and play. They really do. And that's why stability is um, so important. It really is important. So if you're in a volatile relationship, a volatile family, there's work that needs to be done because, you know, let me ask you this. For some of you, do you crave love? Do you want it more than anything? Because you've come from a, a home that had no love in it, do you absolutely crave it? But you find yourself in toxic relationships or being around toxic friends, toxic people, toxic work colleagues. It's because you're hanging on to old uh, conditioned behavioural patterns that are reminiscent of your childhood home. It's understanding that it's uh, up to you to break that conditioning so that it doesn't pass on to the future generations. And it is hard work. I'm not going to lie. It can be really, really hard work working on yourself. Really hard work. Is it worth it? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I know at times it could be really hard um, to see the world in different light. But remember, it's all internal. It's all internal. So what do we have to do? We have to become love. We have to become love. We have to stop it um, feeling uncomfortable. We have to embrace it. And it's self-love. Self-love is the key. Loving yourself first. And once you love yourself first, I mean, not in a, an egotistical, narcissistic way, of course, but knowing your worth, knowing your worth. Because people who lack love in their life or have negative emotions around love tend to have low self-worth. So it's working on your self-worth. I am worth this. I am worth that. I am worthy of being in a, a, a wonderful, happy, beautiful relationship. I am. I absolutely am. And believe in it solely. And with that, your frequency, your vi um, vibration changes. It absolutely changes. Your whole resonance changes. And what happens when that what happens when that happens? <laughs> it's a bit of a tongue twister. What happens when that happens? You start to attract in. Like attracts like, remember. Okay? And this is where the frequencies don't lie. So if you're sad and upset, but you're putting on a happy face, your frequency is that of being upset and hurt. So even if, you're, if you've got the frequency of love, even if your face on the outside is like... Oh, I'm a bit down today. Your frequency is still high because your whole intention towards life is love. Does that make any sense? Hope so. And we're brought up to um, believe it's selfish to work on ourselves. We really are. Why is it selfish to improve ourselves, to become the best versions of ourselves that we can be? What's wrong with that? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. In fact, it should be our number one priority. That's what it should be, our number one priority. So guess what you guys have got to do? Work on yourselves. Work on yourselves. And the thing is, even if you're in a relationship, it doesn't matter. 
we should all be working on ourselves to become the best version of ourselves. What a gift to the world that is. What a gift to the world. Imagine if every single person on this realm worked on themselves, looked at their flaws. Yeah, of course, you're going to have your off days every now and then. Of course, it's completely natural. But to completely change and say, do you know what? No, I'm not going to be putting up with um, people's um, versions of me, where they have in their mind. You know, where some people, especially family, will hold negative versions of you in their mind. And they'll always see you that way. Unless they do work on themselves. See, it has a knock-on effect. And this is where you have to lead by example. And it is a solo journey. Yes, there's, there's people around that can help, but you have to take accountability and say, do you know what? No, I am going to love myself. I am worthy. And, and that's one of the biggest barriers to break down. It's a huge barrier to break down. Embracing yourself. Embrace yourself and say, no, I am worth it. I'm worth it. I don't care what anyone says. And you may or may not be bombarded with negativity every single day from a partner, from a family member, work colleague. They may be someone online, maybe bombarding you with negativity. Oh, you're this, you're that, blah, blah, blah. And you've, you've got to put a kind of a shield up and say, no, I'm not having it anymore. Put a mirror up. <laughs> You'll see people's true colours in by putting a mirror up. Um because it reflects their bad behaviours back to them. Also, it's embracing your inner child, your younger self. The version of you, well, the version of you, the old version of you as a child who couldn't deal with these emotions, had no idea of what even emotions were. And he just went along with it. And... Um, had all these labels attached to you without your consent. So basically what we have to do is heal our inner child, look at our inner child, our hurt self, and let them know, listen, it's all good. It's all okay. We're getting rid of all of these labels, okay? And I know it sounds a bit weird working on your inner child or working on yourself. But it's really important to do so, really important to do so. And maybe a lot of you have already done that or are in the process of doing that. And that's phenomenal. That is phenomenal. That's that's real work. That's real work. Just to say, do you know what? I'm I'm getting rid of these shackles, these chains. They've been holding me back all of my life. All of these thoughts, these feelings, these put downs, this negativity. No more. No more. No, I'm going to love myself. And if people don't like it, tough shit. Tough shit. As long as your intentions are pure and honourable and authentic. That's all that counts. That's all that matters. So if you would like help getting started or just want to be embraced 
in a frequency of love. Come and join me on Saturday, the 10th of February for the love meditation, live one. The track for this one, oh, it's just, it is, when I say beautiful, it's, um, oh, it, yeah, it really is beautiful. And it will touch your soul. It will touch your soul. And it's been a great track to help many, many people overcome their fears, their tribulations of their inner child, of um, breaking down the barriers to self-love. So do something for yourself today. Do something for yourself today. The link will be in the show notes. And you'll have uh, 30 days access to this meditation. And the great thing is, it's a guided meditation. Um, the great thing is where people have attended previous meditations and have had the 30 days access to them, the results are phenomenal because they're putting the work in. And the great thing is, the more work you put in, the better the results. Imagine just lying there doing nothing and tuning in and just allowing the frequencies to embroil you, which will, will invoke uh, emotions within you. It really will. It'll invoke emotions within you and it will be saying, you know, we, we've got to do this. We've got to do this. And by also doing this, it's going to raise your frequency your vibration. So guess what? You're going to be emitting a completely different frequency to what you're in right now. Guess what? You're going to start attracting lovely, caring, decent, loving people into your life. How awesome is that? How awesome is that? And it's where you've got to put blinkers on and say, this is what I want from life. This is exactly where I want to go. And by changing your frequency and vibration, it opens up um, new opportunities, new experiences for you that you may have never had before. Sounds hard to believe, doesn't it? But <laughs> I'm just going through some of the um, uh, testimonials, uh, that, well, replies what people have had from recent um, experiences on, on the meditations. And it's life-changing. It's so life-changing. So come and join me on Saturday, 10th of February. It's going to be recorded. So if you can't turn up, you still get the recording for 30 days. Okay? And listen to it as many times as you like. As many times. Just, uh, yeah, go in a complete relaxed state, lie down, and listen as many times as you like. So what is love? Love is you. Okay? Remember that you are worth it. You are worth it. Okay. Take care, guys, and I'll see you on a meditation. Bye-bye.